You want to know that you can collaborate with this colleague and know that they're going to do their part just as well. And they have to have trust in you as well to know that you're going to do your part, right? Here we go, here we go now. Here we go, here we go, here we go now. Let's get up in this flow. With me, your host, Joe. Welcome back, my lovely listeners, to part two of this trust series we are doing. Did y'all enjoy episode or part one to the foundation of trust? Let me know. Put it in the comments or send me an email flowwithjoepod at gmail.com. Send me a DM on social media. Post a comment on YouTube. Let me know. I'm so excited. Y'all and I have been doing some extensive research into this series. And I'm just overwhelmed to show you all and to just dive up into this thing, right? So last week we learned that trust is the foundation for strong and enduring connections in both of our personal lives and our professional lives. Trust is not just about reliability, but also emotional support, honesty, and competence. And for this episode, I want you all to think about it like this. Trust in relationships is compared to a vast garden. Just as a garden requires careful nurturing, planting seeds of faith, and regular watering to flourish, trust in relationships needs continuous care and attention. It's the fertile soil in which the seeds of connection can take root, grow, and bloom into beautiful, enduring bonds. But like a garden, if neglected or harmed, trust can wither, and the garden of relationships can become barren. And also with that, before I dive into our first segment, I wanted to mention that I have experts also on these topics, but unfortunately, until I can get the podcast monetized, I cannot bring guests on. So I need you all, if you would please, to share this podcast with a friend. Help Flow With Joe get to the number of downloads that we need for the show so I can get this baby monetized up in here, up in here. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> also, while, man, we made it to Nigeria up in this thing last week. Shoot, I was like, Legos? Okay. We in Lagos now. So I believe that was our 14th country or maybe 15th country 
that the podcast has reached. So I'm ecstatic. Hey, and I'm 22% Nigerian. So <laughs> we up in this thing. Woo woo. <laughs> All right. Now back to the episode. Trust in personal relationships. But first, let's define trust. Trust is a noun, and it can mean reliance on the integrity, strength, ability, surety of a person or thing, which is confidence. Definition number two would be confident expectation of something or hope. Mm. There we go. Now let's talk about the role of trust in personal relationships. And the first relationship we're going to explore is friendship. Trust in friendship. What does it mean to you to have trust in a friend? Think about it. Put it in the comments. Let me know. For me, it's knowing that I have confidentiality in that friend with what we speak about and also emotional support going both ways and also the actions going both ways also in that friendship. I value that. Do you value that in friendship? That's what I believe trust is in friendship. So you let me know what you believe trust is in friendship. In romantic relationships, I believe it focuses on faith and emotional vulnerability, the role of trust. And in family bonds, the role of trust could be unconditional love and support. So let's talk about trust in professional relationships. These are the functions of how trust roles in the professional world. So with a colleague, it would include like collaboration and competence with a supervisor. We could talk about uh, trusting that supervisor in terms of guidance and professional growth and employee trust. We trust in employees to have dedication, competence, and integrity. So now I want to highlight like a few examples from those. So colleague trust, you want to know that you can collaborate with this colleague and know that they're going to do their part just as well. And they have to have trust in you as well to know that you're going to do your part, right? And then trust that that colleague has the competence, right, to do their part. And if they don't, it can always come to you as same vice versa. Supervisor trust, you want to, because I've had this happen before, 
you want to go to your supervisor and know that you can trust them, right? And know that they're going to guide you in the right direction. And if there's opportunity for professional growth, they'll guide you in the right direction for that as well. Not mislead you. Now, as I've been in a situation where I've had a supervisor that you go to them for guidance and they look at you as if you are not smart. I don't want to say dumb because that's a negative word. They look at you as if you have zero competence, right? But it's like, oh my gosh, what are you here for? You didn't provide me with a manual of how everything works. So I see nothing wrong with over-communication and me coming to you for guidance. Now, if we have employees, leaders out there, if you're listening, if you have employees, we trust our employees to give the dedication, have the competence and the integrity to play out their job and do it very well. Now, also, how are you treating them, <laughs> right? <laughs> So now let's talk about building and nurturing trust in those personal and professional relationships. Now that we've broken down, you know, personal relationships, the friendships, the um, romantic relationships and the family relationships. And professional wise, we have the colleague, the supervisor, the employee. So. In building and nurturing that trust, we talked a lot about it in last week's episode. So make sure you go back and check last week's episode if you haven't. So trust is dynamic and trust can be very fragile. But it can also be cultivating and strengthening. And so how can it be cultivating and strengthening? How can we do that? Some tips are with consistent actions. We talked about this last week as well. Consistent actions in one's behavior can help build trust. So consistent actions in their behavior, consistent actions in your behavior, you become a reliable person, which means trust. Open communication. Transparent and honest communication can also help to maintain trust. Demonstrating integrity. Demonstrating integrity also reinforces what? Trust. <laughs> so in both professional and personal contexts, trust is dynamic and fragile is built through consistent actions, open communication, and the demonstration of integrity. When trust is strong, baby, relationships thrive. However, once it's broken, it can be challenging to rebuild, emphasizing its critical role as a cornerstone of all strong and lasting connections. And one thing I want to mention 
is if the trust is broken, do you take the time to rebuild it? Or do we just become like the rest of society and just throw the relationship away and say, forget about it and just move on with life as if there wasn't a meaningful connection? I just want you all to think about that because I see that a lot. I see that in friendships, family relationships, romantic relationships, in my past road, in my past marriage as well. It was just like, psh, forget about it. And professional relationships. These things can be repaired if you're willing to put in the work, if you believe in the relationship that you have with that person. And we're going to talk about that in next week's episode, episode 24. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. We're moving on up to the east side. We growing in these podcast episodes. Moving on up. <laughs> Until we meet again, my lovely listeners. Toodles, poodles. This part of the show is sponsored by the Flow with Joe podcast. And I want you all to go over to Amazon.com, BarnesandNobles.com, and purchase my new children's book, Tooth Fairy's Legacy. This is my baby, and I hope your children will enjoy this book as well. It's for three to five-year-old children. And if older children are beginning to read, they will probably enjoy the book as well. But in this book, it teaches you to listen to your child, see your child in there and how they're acting and to validate their feelings. We oftentimes as parents will want our children to chase a dream that we want for them, but our children may have other things in mind. Are you going to support that and listen and validate? Or are you going to continue to push them in a direction that you want them to go? Right. So go ahead, head on over to Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com and get Tooth Fairy's Legacy. This is the beginning of a series. So for me to publish the next book, I need these books sold out so I can publish the next one. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> and please share Flow With Joe podcast with a friend. Woo! <laughs> Boys and girls, thank you for watching my mom's channel. Don't forget to like and subscribe and hit that bell. And I'll see you later. A Monday, always a Monday. And also... Okay.